Welcome to Fuji Love. This is the show that is all about the Fujifilm X-Series and GFX cameras, but more importantly, it's about the photographers who love to use them. I'm Mark Sadowski, and this show is brought to you by Fuji Love Magazine. For the latest and greatest in all things Fujifilm X-Series and GFX, whether it's news, interviews, and so much more, head on over to fujilove.com. Subscribe today. And now, on with the show. My guest this week is a returning guest. She is absolutely uh, one of the best wedding photographers out there. Uh, in my eyes, uh, she is uh, both uh, an inspiration. Uh, for, I, I, I absolutely look up to her as far as wedding photography work. I am geek- geeking out a bit. Uh, this is more. <laughs> this is going to be more stuttering than normal. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, Allison Conklin. She is also uh, an official ex photographer and uh, an amazing wedding photographer. Allison, it's good to have you back on the show. Oh my gosh, it's so great to be here, and you're so kind. Thank you, and um, always wonderful to be back at Fuji Love. So thanks for having me, Mark. Awesome. So uh, I mean, the last time you were here, you were. Uh, basically helping behind the scenes with the Fuji Love magazine. And uh, there was a little moment where uh, I, I guess I, I chalked it up to Instagram's algorithms kind of being, you know, the, the, they, they just, they like to show you things when they want to show things and, you know, <laughs> Uh, there, there've been many a times where it's like, Hey, this is a good pose. If you give a little scratch, you, you get to be seen. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so for a little while, I thought that's what was happening. Uh, but to, to just blow my mind at, 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 you know, what, what you've gone through, um, you, you recently, uh, recent being a relative, we're here, we're here. I mean, went through open heart surgery. You had, uh, if I'm not mistaken, a heart transplant. <laughs> you know, casually, yes. Casually, I, I know it's very difficult to <laughs> kind of throw that out there. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, you 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 have a new heart. <laughs> yes, I do. I yes, a new new body part for sure. Um, I did. So that was about six months ago at this point, and feeling absolutely blessed and grateful and um and so much better. So it has been a wild ride. It's not easy on any sense of any imagination and it is harder than um I anticipated, which probably sounds naive. Uh but um yeah, how how lucky and blessed am I? It's craziness. It's uh, absolutely. Um, and, and so how, how long have you known that you uh, needed this surgery? Uh, how, how did it come about? And um, uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 think <laughs> I, yeah, I, I know where you're going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean, so I, so, Huh, here we go. Okay. So my mom was uh, 42 when she died yes. and, um, 
she had a genetic heart disease that I inherited. I was diagnosed when I was 13 and um, I was diagnosed when I was 13 in um, 1994. And five months after my diagnosis, my mom died um, of the same disease in the kitchen at our house. Um, It was her and I chatting. And one second we were talking about what she was making for lunch. And the next second she said she didn't feel well and she collapsed to the floor. Um, being, I was 14 at the time I had a birthday between the diagnosis I had and, um, her dying. I had taken a babysitting class. So I'm frantically calling 911, trying to give CPR that I had learned in that babysitting class. Um, and I had to call my dad cause he was at work. I'm an only child. So it was quite in mourning. Um, and I can speak about it without crying at this point, just because there's been many years of tears. Um, yeah. So I knew at that point that, um, you know, obviously I had a heart disease and it was a thing, but it wasn't like something that I ever imagined transplant would be the end result for me. Um, eerily enough, um, I always thought that I, I always thought 42 was going to be a big year for me. And I'm 42 now. So I was 42 when I got my heart transplant. I was, my mom was 42 when she died. So it's this whole thing um, for me. Like I would always see the, I don't know if you like, if you're like that, like in my life, I'll get 42 randomly. Like it'll show up, like I'll be at the deli and I'll grab a number and it's 42. Or I um, applied once to be in a 5k that I was going to walk and I got my like bib and it was a 42. Like it's just like this number that seems to always follow. Um, Well, I come from more than uh, camera culture. I'm first and foremost, nerd culture and (laughs) 42 is the answer to life, the universe, and everything. Yes. Um, I f- isn't that from Guardians of the G- Guardians of the Galaxy or something? No, or that's um uh oh my god, uh geez, you, you just fried my mind for a second. Uh <laughs> Douglas Adams uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That's close, what, okay. very close. Close, yeah. There was I knew there was some kind of galaxy situation in there. Yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> so so that was so it's been a narrative of my whole life. And I had open heart surgery five years ago. Um and progressively though got worse. I still didn't think that transplant was on the table until suddenly I went into like a regular doctor's appointment and they were like, um, so you're gonna die if you don't have this done soon. And I was like, <laughs> You're crazy. Like I still yeah. was in denial about it. Um but they weren't wrong. And um, fast forward through a bunch of testing and listing and, you know, needles and blood work and doctor's appointments and tests and hospital visits and things. Here we are. So I ended up um, officially getting on the list and waiting three days in the hospital for a heart, which is unheard of. Um, That is quick, right? Very quick, very quick. Usually people wait a lot longer. Um, I was expecting to be like, I had packed myself um, quite well that I was like, we weren't thinking I was admitted in October. I didn't think I'd be home um, by Thanksgiving. And I certainly was unsure if I'd be home by Christmas. And I was home in the beginning of November. Um, I was in the hospital for like 34 or 36 days or something like that. And um, yeah. Yeah. 
so it was just, you know, there was just so many things. And like, I honestly, like without being too crazy, like I think my mom orchestrated so much of these things for me. And uh, yeah, I just feel so grateful that I get a second chance at all of this. And because of just the narrative and the storyline of my life, I've always looked at, and if you listen to some of our older conversations on the podcast, like this is why photography and specifically wedding photography and portraiture is so important to me. Yeah. So, and what, why I got into photography in the first place, because my mom had passed away and this is in the nineties. This is before Facebook. And so this is before, you know, digital cameras were big and I was in charge of putting together like the memorial wall of photos for my mom's funeral and had a big box of pictures to go through that my parents had developed and taken and they had dark room and black and white film and like slides and all of this stuff. And I fell in love with the power of photography because I was seeing all these beautiful, like beyond Sears, beyond Olin Mills, like gorgeous portraits and candidates of my mother and my parents together and me growing up and being like, okay, so photography is really powerful. And yeah. here I am, you know, as a 14 year old, um, with such grief, but I have this like tattered cardboard box full of the most beautiful memories and photographs of my mother that told me who she was, not just like a, a stop and stare kind of picture, you know, like a, a cheese smile. It was like her in the middle of a laugh or her cooking or, you know, my parents on one of their adventures. It was just this amazing thing. And so that's always been my narrative for why I pick up a camera in the first place. But, you know, especially now, like, especially shooting weddings post-transplant, like I'll watch the, like the parent dances or, you know, I'll watch the way the parents are watching their children. And I'll be like, I actually get a chance to be there for, you know, if my sons decide to get married someday, like, or, or whatever their, you know, big life thing is, even if they don't ever get married, I, I get to be part of their lives. And like, it's just not lost on me. And not that it ever was, but it's even more real now. Yeah. And your family, uh, as of right now, is uh, actively helping you with uh, your wedding photography, too. I have seen <laughs> photos of yes. your husband and, and your son. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. you guys yes. look amazing together by the way <laughs> thanks yeah i know it's amazing so my husband jeff has always um shot with me he is my partner in crime and he's a shoot for the newspaper and then we got married and i had like a day where i had a cold or something and i was like don't you want to come with me like i like I, like it would be so great if he joined forces and just came with me for the day and i pulled him over to the dark side of weddings um <laughs> so he's always my person but um I needed an extra hand just with some restra- restraints on like things I could like lift as far as weight restraints. And, you know, as we know, wedding photography comes with a lot of gear. So um, my oldest son joined forces with us too. So it's been really fun. He's always had a great eye and was always involved in like um, the news media programs in high school. So um, yeah. Nice. It's- so it's, I mean, everybody's uh, a natural to wedding photography. <laughs> <You're>, yes, <laughs> you truly are lucky <laughs> i know right and it's just funny because like growing up the kids would only see mommy working when like i was sitting in front of my computer which like to that generation feels like i'm playing video games or something right yeah but we're, we all know that we're in lightroom and photoshop and you know 
doing all the editing and the culling and all of the stuff that's less fun than shooting. So it's, it's been really special for him to kind of see what I exactly do and um, kind of like actually see the active work part of it. Not that editing isn't work because we all know it is, but like just the active, like how you handle, you know, wedding days and the, the stress of it, or, you know, just the chaos and the beauty of it and all of those things. So it's been really uh, wonderful to share it with him. That's amazing. And, uh, and, and so as you're, as you're recovering, as you put it, you're, you're getting your strength back. Um, uh, you, you certainly haven't lost a step as far as <laughs> your eye goes that, that you, if you said nothing, I would have noticed nothing wrong, uh, with you. Your, your photography has been just flawless. Oh, thank you. That's um, very kind. And uh, but you did mention that uh, because uh, of the uh, the weight load and everything, you have switched up your gear a little bit. Yes. So that XT five, um, I forget exactly when it came out. I feel like it was in the depths of like early recovery. Um, but I started to like pay attention a little bit and be like, wait, that thing's like really small and fast and has a lot of megapixels. And just the fact that it was so light, I was like, I think that could be perfect for this situation where I, you know, I can't care. I usually am a GFX shooter and I love my GFX and I always will. Um, but for this point, I was like, I need something lighter. Um, the lenses are lighter, you know, the camera body is lighter. So, um, got my hands on one and I'm in love with it. So it's been, uh, my husband has one now too. So it's just been this phenomenal tool that has been a, a game changer for me. That's allowed me to easily kind of just jump right back into work um, while being magnificent and having Fujifilm's like amazing color science and all the things we love about Fujifilm, just even better. So, and you said you have one too and love it, right? I do. Oh my yeah. God. It is. Uh, I finally, finally was able to, to find one. Uh, mm -hmm. that, that story was, uh, funny because every time I went to order one from B and H, uh, they, it, it would just magically disappear <laughs> I was already too late. Uh, by the time I got in front of my computer and then there's one, um, uh, one weekend I, I did see, I ended up getting the black version. And, mm -hmm. uh, I had that one too. Yeah. And uh, I had pre-ordered the silver version and uh, I was like, all right, just whenever it becomes available, I just want it sent to me. And I really thought the silver one would come first. And, uh, and then I saw the black one was uh, uh, available. And so I called them uh, right before they closed for, uh, the, 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 their Friday, uh, holiday. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it was a Thursday night. Um, I can't remember exactly, but I'm on the phone with the guy. I'm like, yeah, I want to change my order. Do it fast. <laughs> it's like, <"Bye>, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so awesome. he was able to switch it real quick. And, uh, mm -hmm. and I got it the very next day. Oh, thank God. Uh, Massachusetts and New York are so close together. Um, that's right yeah and uh and, and shortly after that i uh picked up the 56 millimeter uh the, the brand mm. new lens 
And man, that that is such good glass. Like, not only is the camera just like super light, it is just as I mean, I think this is as close to the GFX as you're going to get as far as bokeh goes. I agree with you. Yeah, I don't have the new 56. I have the the original, but um, yeah, I actually just finished editing a wedding today and I used that 56 a ton and I was like, man, this thing is beautiful. Um, so I can only imagine the, the, up, the newer version, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's been great, especially because I'm coming from a, a, you know, years of shooting with the GFX system and don't get me wrong. I absolutely love the GFX system, of course. And um, we'll go back to it once I can, but yeah. the XT5 has got a place on my uh, on my camera strap for for life, just because it is so. I don't even know what the word, but it's just it it's just beautiful. The files are gorgeous. The, the fact that it doesn't weigh a ton, um, yeah, it's good stuff. When um, rewinding just a little bit, uh, but before. Before the surgery, um, mm-hmm. or, or I'm sorry, um, like, like around surgery time, um, were you able to uh, do any uh, any kind of like therapeutic photography? I, I noticed some of the photos that you had were um, were from the the hospital rooms and. Like you would post photos of uh, the the amount of uh, blood being drawn or injections being put in, and uh, mm-hmm. do you do you have like a series of hospital visit photography? Uh, it, I, I ask because it's very reminiscent of uh, it, it reminded me of Helmut Newton's series of photos of his. Uh, I, I think he had a heart attack, uh, but he had a lot of uh, doctor visit photos, and he was able to use that 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 photography to help him heal. And I was wondering, did you have anything some like like similar or? So I have two really fun. Well, I have one really funny story, and then yes, I will talk about that. Um, so I brought my X100V with me to the hospital because I love that camera so much. Um, and it kind of goes with me everywhere, all the time, every day. So, and I took it with me and I would shoot in the hospital. I had this amazing view of the city. I would shoot different things. It's hard to be a patient and a photographer, but I was like, it's really important for me to document things. Um, I always like regret the photos I don't take. And I always wish I would take more. So I went with that in mind. Like I knew it was going to be hard, but I was like, I definitely want to do that. So, and I had photos everywhere. Cause remember I moved into the hospital thinking I'm here for the long haul. I'm going to be here for months. And yeah. so I had, I had pictures up. And so, you know, you become friendly with the nurses and the doctors and funnily enough, the anesthesiologist who I didn't meet until the day of the transplant 
um, came into my room to have me sign the papers and explain the procedure and like what he was going to be giving me and all that stuff. And he was like, Oh, I love all your photos that you have in your room. I was like, Oh, thanks so much. And he was like, Oh, and then he saw my X100V because it was on like next to the bed. And he was like, Oh, I love Fujifilm. I shoot Fujifilm. And I was like, Oh my gosh, you do? Like, let's talk about Fujifilm instead of this whole anesthesia thing. Let's talk about cameras. And so we chatted about that. So they wheeled me into surgery. And I should also note that, they, that the nurses who were the, the greatest humans on the planet wheeled me in playing um, My Milkshake Brings All the Boys to the Yard, that like Fergie nice. song. Yes. Um, and then they played the Rocky song. So like I got wheeled in by like the whole floor into my transplant surgery. I'm laying there in the operating room before everything's going to start. And um, I'm suddenly getting nervous and the anesthesiologist can tell can tell and he was like talking to me about fujifilm and literally when they put me under um he told me later that i was still talking about fujifilm like so the last things that i was talking about before they like took my heart out of my body was fujifilm (laughs) (laughs) so yeah there's a little bit of a session so but yes so i just then documented um my world, right? So I got a little bit better at documenting because for a long time prior to transplant, I was connected to an IV in my neck. So that really limited to where I could like walk and go. Um, post-transplant, I was able to move around a lot more, which probably sounds funny, but I was, and I would shoot um, reflections of myself in the mirror or the pictures of the black and blue marks. And um, I've been documenting like that since surgery, since I've been home. And um you know, and sometimes like the pictures all look the same because there's a lot of considerations for me. Like I um, was super quarantined in the beginning of winter and flu and, you know, all of those seasons um, and everything looked the same, but I started to be like, I'm so lucky to, you know, be given the chance to have the same things happening every day. And I would look at it more like this is a bonus day and I get to photograph, you know, the same bean and cheese burrito that I eat every day for lunch, or I get to photograph, you know, the way my dog looks back and smiles at me when we're taking him for a walk. Like these little things that I've always known and always been appreciative of are even more heightened and, and more special. And, um, I just don't take it to be as mundane or boring or, um, And yet, like, I, you know, I hope that that makes sense. Like, I just, I feel like all of these little things that um, I get to experience in a day, even if it's like nothing, even that like my day today was simply like, you know, editing a wedding and watching The Diplomat on Netflix. And those are like wonderful things. That was a great day. I had a great day today. I got things done and I'm so lucky to be part of that. And, you know, I document the small little things like that. And I feel like, you know, once I hit a year, I'll have this collection of of photographs that I've taken that will tell the story. And some of them will be quiet, quiet little moments. And some of them are going to be harder ones when, you know, I was going in for blood draws or going into, you know, for heart biopsies or, you know, days after transplant. Um, But I think as a collective, I'm hoping to put together something really beautiful. And even if no one ever sees it, but me, um, it really is this experience that has changed who I am. Um, I've always been somebody that appreciates life on this sort of level, but there's been so much learning um, and growing and 
trauma and um, beauty that I now see in the world because of it. Um, so it's, it's truly changed who I am. Like I'm no longer, I always refer to myself po- like pre-transmit, like old Allison, like she, she doesn't quite exist anymore in on some levels. And it's now like new Allison who just happens to have this new heart and a new perspective, if that makes sense. It does. And it's, it's, Interesting because I am seeing this just uh, from what what you explain, and I could only I could only take it in. Like I, I feel like I'm 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 getting what you're informing through a, a, a funnel because you've had this profound experience. And I could only, uh, I I could only, uh, you know, imagine like some of the things that you're feeling, uh, and, and other things. I, I mean, I probably truly will never know, or 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 to or, or sum it up in my head, or anything like that. It's, I I I could only understand it, I guess, intellectually, if. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, I mean, I'm I'm in awe of 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 your experience, and you know, I, I only pray one day I'll be able to 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 see it from your perspective. It's it's I guess it's kind of like a, 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 your path to. And enlightenment. I don't want to say like the you know the Buddha enlightenment or anything like that. That's <laughs> not for me to put put into words. Um, but I mean, you you've had this uh, tremendous, amazing experience, sublime maybe uh, because you know you you know you you've experienced such awful but great things and what puts things in awe for me is that, you know, it's very easy for uh, an individual to, to put a negative spin onto things. And and yet you have, you have transcended all that and and have turned it into a very positive experience. And that, that is just, I I like saying it's amazing is, is is not even coming close to, to, to how I truly see you. Um, and, uh, like just, 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 wow. Um, (laughs) well, thank you. You know, and here's the thing, um, heart transplant or not, right. Like speaking to everybody, to everyone who's listening to you, like, you don't need to go through something, and I and I pray that you never do, and no one that you love ever has to do this. But not good wood. <laughs> yeah, you you never you don't have to go through something so traumatic or, or world changing to look at your day like that. Like I I um I started to say instead of like I have to like I have to go to the grocery store or I have to go get my blood drawn today or I I have to go get a heart biopsy, I start to say I get to. Right. Yeah. And that shifts my perspective because it's like, yep. 
I get to go to the grocery store. I get to go get blood work because you know what? There were thousands of people waiting for donors, for for hearts, for organs, for kidneys. Um, there are thousands of people who won't get that chance. And how lucky I am to be on the other side of this. And yes, there's complications. And yes, there's things that are going to go wrong. And yes, it's sometimes two steps forward, one step back. And there's all of those things. And but that's life, right? We all go, we all have our stories, you know, whether it's, you know, something more personal that you're going through or, or work related or like whatever it is, we all go through things, right? We're not nobody has this like even keeled life where everything is simple and or just works out. Um I mean, wouldn't that be lovely, but that's, that, that's certainly not reality. And I think if you can simply say like, I get to do this, I get to go to work. I, maybe it's not my dream job, um, but I get to do it. Or I, you know, I get to take my kid to a baseball game and I don't really want to sit outside in the rain and watch this game or whatever it is, but I get to, and it's just like doing that. And that it's really helped me. Does that mean that I'm toxic positive all the time? Of course not. I have my moments. Just ask my my lovely husband, who's an angel. Who um, gets to listen to you completely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> who, gets, who gets to have a front row seat to it all. But, um, you know, it's really been a, uh, a beautiful experience. And I am just so grateful and, and just learning these little tricks to change my perspective on things and having this whole thing kind of flip my world upside down has been, um, I mean, it's life-changing. There's, there's just no other way. And I'm kind of like talking through and like, I have this amazing group of friends that have, have lifted me up through the past six months and, you know, just learning everything together almost. It's a whole new language and it's a whole new tribe of people to be like involved with. And are know, the other photographers? Um, Tell me about them. <laughs> um, well, I just, I just like, I have a bunch of friends who've never had anybody. I mean, there's only, I'm sure the numbers aren't exactly right, but if you Google it, there's about 2,000 people a year in the United States to get a heart transplant. 2,000 yeah. people in the United States, 4,000 globally a year. Um, now there obviously are more kidney transplants and liver transplants and those types of things, but like not a lot of people know these types of situations. Um, so we're all sort of learning it together. Um, but I have had photographers rally around me as well. And that has been a beautiful thing. And I am just so grateful for what a great community we are as as artists, you know, as creatives and even just Fuji film in general as a company has been so supportive and like just incredible. And I mean, I, you know, I'll sing their praises every day for the rest of my lives. Obviously I talked about them the moment they were putting me under for my heart transplant. Um, just that you to love a product that a company makes, but also know that the company you love has such amazing values and, um, the way that they care about people in general, um, not just me, but the, you know, human race is just an incredible thing. Um, so I just feel really blessed with everybody that I, you know, has everyone I know that has like just been there for me. Um, cause this is certainly couldn't, I couldn't do it alone. And, um, it would be very lonely just because health thing, health situations can be very lonely. So it's just, I'm so grateful for everybody in my life. And um, it's funny. I was actually, before we jumped on, it's my birthday in about a month. Awesome. And thank you. I know be 43. I never thought I would be 43. So 
I get to be 43 and, um, I, but I, I feel like we do birthdays wrong. So I put together these like cards from pictures that I've taken that I love. And I made like little, like blank greeting cards, right. With photos that I've taken. And I wrote out notes saying like, reflecting on this past year, I'm so grateful for you and the bright spot you've been, but I think we do birthdays wrong. So I'm sending you a present to pass more joy around because you've been such a light in my life. So I just like got a bunch of those and mailed them out just because like, it's just so true. You know, I mean, like, that is nobody's amazing. An, <laughs> thanks. Nobody's <So>, an island. <laughs> I mean, going from my nerd culture, you are now doing the Hobbit tradition, where the that 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 is exactly what they do on on their birthdays. They they have a party. They throw a party for everybody. Ah, see, I didn't know that, but yes, consider me a hobbit, I guess. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I didn't know that. I'll have to I watched like Lord of the Rings trilogy like way back when they came out, but I haven't I haven't seen any of the other ones, but I guess I should or read the books. So that party that Bilbo had his uh uh 11st birthday, uh Aww. he was throwing that party for everybody and everybody got gifts and, and everything. And so that was mm-hmm. the big, the big deal that, uh, and then, you know, then, then all hell broke loose. He disappeared. And you know, the rest, <laughs> <laughs> they went on a mystical quest. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I just love that idea and I had no idea that was a hobbit thing. So yeah, there you go. I, um, it's just about gratitude and, um, you know, and making sure everybody in your life knows how loved they are. Yeah. So. What do you see after all of this? Like, do you, do you envision doing something for, for like, do you have anything planned for, for the coming future? You have this, this new lease on life. Mm-hmm. And like, are you looking to, I mean, what are you looking to do? Like and more adventures, more uh, weddings, more, I mean, what what is the world opening up to you? Like, right. Well, I mean, like definitely weddings, right? I mean, I love weddings. I always will love weddings. Um, I'm certainly, that's not going anywhere. I am so grateful for everybody who invites me into you know, they're very personal, special days. Um, I love to write. I've written two articles for Fuji Love that I'm super proud of. And I feel like I have this idea to write a little bit about the story. Plus I have all these photos that I think could come together. I'd love to do something with that. I don't know what exactly that is. Um, And honestly, like maybe you can relate or anyone listening can relate. Like I seem to get in my own way a lot. Like nobody wants to hear it. Nobody cares. But like, I need to do these things um, just because I feel like even just for me, it would be so um, therapeutic to kind of put a narrative to us, to, you know, to the story. Um, and then, you know, that would be work-wise. Like, you know, I would love to do something with this at the end of the year. Um, but also then just life-wise, it's we started making a bucket list of things that we just love to do. And it's truly just like, let's go after and do it because, we have a new lease on life and you just never know. And, you know, I mean, life is always going to be stressful and there's always going to be things, but it's just like, let's just make the best of what we have 
right now in this like exact moment, because you have no idea what's going to happen around the bend. And so I refer to each day as a bonus day and I count down. Um, I think we're at bonus day 188 right now. So, you know, I am just, um, just kind of doing that and then we'll see where it goes and see what happens with, with any of it. And, and truly if nothing happens with it and I just have this new um, perspective, that's okay with me. Cause I still get to capture people's like absolutely beautiful days and the emotions involved in that. And, um, that's always been my dream job. So yeah, we'll see. Those little moments are so precious. And when you, when you nail that with, uh, when you're in that, when you're going through that like Zen moment, when you're photographing a wedding, when, mm-hmm. when you when you freeze that moment in time, I shouldn't say nail it because that's that's pretty harsh. Uh, <laughs> um, when you're able to just just freeze that freeze time for for those couples, that that is just such a great experience, and those little tender moments get to be relived over and over again. Uh, so I hear you in that respect. Uh, mm-hmm. But I want to know what's on your bucket list. Like <laughs> you got to have some cool stuff that uh, I want to hear some of the grand stuff. All right. Let me, all right, I'll pull up my bucket list. My husband and I share a note um, in our phones, you know what I mean? And we always are like going through it and there's some things that are super simple and there's some things that are like, okay, we're going to have to save money for a while to do these things. Um, so I love Julia Child. I love to cook and Julia Child has an exhibit at the American history museum DC. So I want to go there. Um, I love, uh, glass blowing. So I want to take more glass going glass blowing classes at the Corning, um, glass place in Corning, New York. Um, I want to go to Salem, Massachusetts. I don't know how far that is from you, but that would be really fun to see you. Oh my God. That is like (laughs) hop, skip it and jump it away from me. It's perfect. uh, It's on our list. So when we make that happen, I'll let you know. So hopefully we could have lunch or dinner or do something fun on me. (laughs) Fair enough. It's you, you heard it here. Everyone it's on him. So, um, we want to, I want to, you know, do a 5k. I, um, want to take art classes. And actually I have that one crossed off because in the fall, I'm going to take a clay class, like, um, on a wheel, you know? Yeah. Um, I want to go to Nova Scotia. I want to go to Alaska. We're going to see Bruce Springsteen in concert. I'm seeing Brandy Carlisle in concert. I want to see the Rockets. I've never seen the Rockets in New York city at Christmas. Um, we want to go to London. We want to go to Oregon, Greece, Mackinac Island, um, Iceland. There's this amazing place in Montana called Paws Up Resort. It's going to take a life savings to be able to go, but I really want to go. I want to go to Holland to see the tulips. I want to go to the Philadelphia Art Museum again. I've been there so much for work. I haven't been there for a patron, just for a person to go and walk around. I want to do that. Um, we're going to go to Mets game and a Yankees game because we're trying to hit all of the Major League Baseball stadiums. Um, we're going to... Well, if you're coming to, the- to Salem, then I got to take you to Fenway Park too. Oh, yes. Yes. All right, fine. It's done. We'll play around <laughs> a day. Um, there's this place in Chicago called Betty's that I want to take a cooking class at. I mean, like, it's like those sort of things, right? Like, just like nothing crazy. 
I mean, some of it's crazy, like going to Iceland or, you know, going to Mon- that Montana one or Greece and Sicily is on my list. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, we went to the Philadelphia Zoo in February or March, I think. Just, I mean, I'd been there before, but I hadn't been there in a long time and it was an outside activity. So, I mean, it was great. And it was one of the things on our bucket list. Um, so those are the things. And that is an amazing know. bucket list. Thanks. Yeah. What's on your bucket list? Like what's your top three? My top bucket list item is uh, to go to England and either rent for about a month or so, Mm -hmm. uh, or or at least a a summer. I want to travel the canals in a narrow boat. Nice. I love that for you. Yeah. I want to be able to live on the boat. I want to. Uh, me and my wife, and we'll go to pubs and eat uh, shitty British food, and uh, and but more importantly, like I just want to do that, like it, so much beautiful landscape and old English charm that uh, uh, I, I just want to just photograph away and just, just yeah, that that that's my dream. Hey, she wants to go to Ireland. She wants to go where? Did she you? wants to go to Ireland. So I figure okay. we'll do yeah. that in the fall. <laughs> Summertime Perfect. in England and then fall we'll do Ireland. Yes. I love that. And I mean, you should, you know what I mean? Like we all have, I mean, theoretically we all have one life. So it's just like, go out and live it. If there's always going to be a stressor or money issues or like, you know, something's always going to be like, quote unquote, getting in the way. But like at the end of the day, I look at it like, is it going to affect my, is whatever is stressing me out today? Is it going to affect my life in a year? Is it going to affect my life in five years? Like the answer is usually no. And so it's like, let's just like calm down for a second and keep things in perspective. And so it's just like, you should do it. Start, start your jar to save your money. Just like we're trying to do for some of our bigger trips and make it happen. You know, it's just like, why not? You're never going to regret going. Yeah. And uh and so like photography wise, um what are what are you envisioning for yourself uh you know a few years down the line? Uh like are you looking to uh you know what what are some of your plans? or tentative plans that, that you're, you're kind of playing with. Right. I mean, I've, you know, honestly, I I do want to do something special. If I think about what I want to do and if we're talking dream scenario, which, you know, again, I have to get out of my own way. I would love to put together a book of the collection of work that I've been doing throughout the past six months. And that I'll continue to do on my own story, but I would also love to tell other transplant patients and donor family stories. So um, I'm not one to like love the spotlight on me. So be able to like tell other people's stories and capture them like with photography and words, um, I think could be really special. I am um, trying to become an ambassador for the Donate Life Association, which is when you sign up to be a donor. Um, just because obviously it's given me such a second chance, but the stories that I have seen through following people on social media or, you know, just being in the midst of this and learning this new, like quote unquote language of, of transplant. Um, it's really incredible. 
And especially for the donor families themselves, um, it is the ultimate gift, right? So I think that in my, if we're talking dream scenario, it would be some sort of project. And whether that is a book or whether that is a show or or whatever it could be, or just something helpful for the Donate Life Association, um, I, I have my eyes set on that. So I I, I have to figure that out. And like I keep trying to be like, why haven't I done it yet? And then I'm keeping reminding myself, Allison, you're 188 days out from oh, like transplant. So mm-hmm. like calm down. It's okay. But those are the things that I dream of. Um, I, I think that would people- be... Uh, uh, an amazing gift to everybody to y- your point of view and uh th- that i could see being being such an in- inspiration to other uh others experiencing you know what you went through thanks yeah i i really hope so right like i just um and again, I feel like it doesn't have to, like, it could be relatable not only to people who are obviously like going through that route of donor or transplant, but also people like anyone, because we all go through hard things, right? And there's always a different perspective that you can have to look at life. Um, so I just, I, I that's like my dream. So universe, I'm putting it out there that that is what I want to do. And um, hopefully I will that'll come to fruition and I can, you know, put it together and make it happen. So that I guess is the dream. (laughs) That's an awesome dream. Thank you. I hope you were able to do it along with your bucket list. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Many, many more. Yes. Thank you. I know we always keep like adding things and like seeing things like, Oh, that would be cool. So it's, um, it's just fun. It's, you know, it's those things that the little things and the big things that make life um, so beautiful. Here, here, um, it is. I am uh, truly grateful that 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 you you are still with us and uh, still shooting, still still being your awesome you, and mm-hmm. um, it, it, it is. Yeah, I'm I'm just gonna shut up now. <laughs> Which I'm sure uh <laughs> five no. star for that. Oh I, stop I really, it. It, it lost for words though. It it truly it's uh it, you know we we are grateful everyone it, it just is grateful for the just to be able to see the work that you're gonna be doing now and in the future, like it, it, I, I just can't wait to see what, what you're able to do with this new energy and this uh, the, this new lease on life, uh, both physically and uh, uh, meant, um, figuratively. Um, it's it, it's amazing, and um, you know I, I thank goodness for technology to be able to do all this and, and, and everything of the sorts uh, from. From from down here to up there, you know, whatever, whatever is real, you know, be grateful, be happy, and uh, yeah, um. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, thanks. Yeah, um, 
You're very sweet and very kind. So thank you very much. But yeah, I'm very befuddled. (laughs) Aren't we all though? Aren't we all? (laughs) What is life? Right. So, um, but yeah, no, it's just, it's been the most beautiful and the, the most hard six months of my life, but I am, wouldn't change it, uh, for anything. So, We'll see. We'll see where it goes. I certainly have my dreams that I'm hoping to, um, you know, make happen or, you know, come true or work towards. So we'll see what, see how it goes. <laughs> right on. Um, yeah. Allison, so awesome to have you on the show. Um, why don't you tell the world where they could find you on the web? Oh yeah. Thanks. So thank you again so much for having me. Um, you know, I love chatting and I am looking forward to our Salem adventures, but um, you oh, you're, you're going to come back on the show. We're going to talk about more, <laughs> more things that you're doing. I can't wait to hear further projects. Uh, th- this is just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> We're still <laughs> up for part two, <laughs> all we'll right, all right, part I'm... three, part four and so forth. <laughs> I'm here for it. Um... <laughs> what is this? Yeah, part I know, two, yeah. part three. I think it's three. I think I've been on the show twice. Yeah. So thank you for having me. And thank you for listeners for listening. Um, But you can find me on Instagram at Allison Conklin. And that's Allison with one L, A-L-I-S-O-N. And then C-O-N-K-L-I-N. And I'm on Facebook under Allison Conklin Photography. Um, And my website is allisonconklin.com. So yeah, I think that's all the things. (laughs) <laughs> it's amazing. You're you're an inspiration to us all, and oh, yeah. uh, I, I can't wait to see what you do uh, in, in the coming months and so forth. Thank you. I'm, I'm excited about it too. So thank you so much, and thank you for having me on. It was really fun. Highlight of my day. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. And I hope to see you back next week. I wanted to also mention one more time that this is brought to you by Fuji Love Magazine. For the latest and greatest in all things Fujifilm X-Series and GFX, head on over to fujilove.com. Subscribe today. And my name is Mark Sadowski. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter. Mostly Instagram, though. I'm at Mark Sadowski. That's Mark with a C. And you can also check out my other podcast, Xmark. It's a Fujifilm-esque kind of show, where it's more spice of life and pretty infrequent. But if you want more of my voice, that's the place to check it out. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you soon. Mm-hmm.